I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. Happy Friday, everyone. Whoop, whoop, TGIF in this mug. How was your week, Jaren? Pretty awesome, and also extremely busy, because as you know, around this time of year, it can get pretty hectic, with all the crazy shopping and now added pandemic looniness. Which you would think that the pandemic would slow down the shoppers, but no. Oh, nope. That digital hustle just got way stronger. (laughs) But just like that, the podcast's not going to stop, and we're here to bring you guys more exciting details of our favorite show, Friends. Yep, yep. And this one's going to be another twofer. A rarity. And we will be titling, well, it's the title, The One After the Super Bowl Part 1. Bet you can't guess what the next one's called. Alright. So we're going to go ahead and start with the first scene. And the first scene is actually a commercial. Yeah. A beer commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Anything uh, familiar about uh, said uh, characters in the commercial? Uh, Well, for starters, the beer is called Monkey Shine Beer. Is that monkey? Yeah, so there's a monkey in it, but guess who the monkey looks like? Strangely familiar to another uh, macaque. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Marcel? Marcel, yes, indeed. And um, as this monkey gets uh, in the image here on the TV, the TV now zooms out to bringing us to back to Monica and Rachel's apartment. And, you know, the gang's watching this commercial, and Ross is just like, This is really making me miss Marcel. Miss Marcel, you know. He's like, this commercial always makes me sad. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, he's he's just been like kind of venting at that point. Like, man, I wonder if it was even a great idea to give Marcel away in the first place, you know. Yeah, but I feel like at this point in time, he's not really thinking about uh, all the problems that came with having a monkey. Yeah, and Rachel. Like uh, not being able to change the language (laughs) settings on your TV. Yeah. (laughs) And Rachel was, like, pointing out the fact that uh, it actually was a good idea, Ross. He was humping everything. I mean... Everything. She's like, I mean, my Ken Barbie doll. Let's just say he's no longer wearing white to the wedding. (laughs) And then Ross brings up, like, another memory. He's like, you guys remember when you used to, like, live little, uh, leave little, like, raisin treats in your hats? Yeah, I don't think those are treats, buddy. Insert intro. Can you guess that Ross is now missing his monkey? Did no one tell you that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of these days, we'll just give him the full thing. We'll give him the full hit. One day. So, we're now at Central Perk, and Joey comes in. He's super excited. Um, They're like, what's going on? And he's just like... I got my first fan mail. Which is a pretty big thing. 
Yeah, because, you know, days of our lives, you know, he's on TV now. So, you know. Drake Ramore. So Monica starts reading the letter out loud, you know, and uh, as she finishes the letter, there was like a P.S. You'll find my eyelashes. 14 of my eyelashes enclosed. (laughs) And Rachel's like, you know, Joey, in crazy world, that means you're married. Like, and then Joey was just like. considered a form of (laughs) currency. Joey still thinks that it's like really cool. And then Monica's like, uh, wait a minute. This wasn't addressed to days of our lives. This was addressed to our building. Like this woman knows where you live. And there was no mail stamp on it. So she had to have brought that letter. Walked up to your door or left it there. And um, definitely not ominous. (laughs) And Joey's like, so cool. I have my first stalker. And they just happen to know where I live. Mm, yeah. At this point, Ross comes in, you know, and uh, he looks pretty dapper, all dressed up nice. And Phoebe's like, you look He's like He's looking your... like a man with a plan. Yeah, where are you going? Phoebe's like, where are you going? He's like, well, there's a paleontologist conference in Los Angeles. So figured while I'm down there, I'll drive to San Diego Zoo and visit Marcel. As you guys probably remember or not remember in the last episodes or... Beginning episodes, Marcel is now at the San Diego Zoo. Living that cage life. Mm-hmm. And so this is all happening, and a random dude comes in. Dun, 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 dun. But not just any random dude. The hot guy. The well, hot guy. As of the moment, according to Phoebe. <laughs> and Phoebe's, and then Rachel's like, hey, it's that guy that, that, that you get, keep, kept looking at you or whatever. And Phoebe's like. Cue spontaneous laughing. Yeah. Pretend like I'm telling you guys something funny. <laughs> and then the guy comes in. Jesus Christ, it's almost like you were there. And so she walks away to her little stage area where her guitar is, and this guy introduces himself as Rob Doman, a.k.a. Chris Isaac. Hey. Shut up. Uh, so he's pretty much saying, hey, I don't even know what I do, or I don't really know much about music, but um, you're pretty good, and uh, would you like to maybe play for children? Like, at a library? <laughs> I'd love to have children. Wait, what? I know. Phoebe's like, uh, I mean, love children for to hear my writing, <laughs> to hear my music. So she tried to, she played it off a little smooth. Good there. save, Phoebes. They'll never figure it out. <laughs> Seriously. So now we're going to head over to the next scene, which is at Chandler and Joey's apartment. And, you know, Joey's asking Chandler, like, what should we do for dinner? And Chandler, you know, being the funny guy that he is. Well, you know, maybe we'll uh, actually take the time to learn how to craft a decent dish and uh, make some respectable dinner for ourselves. Psych! Start busting out laughing. And then a buzzer. There's a buzzer. Mm. So they're about to answer the little buzzer. And she's like, it's Erica. And Joey's like, oh, my God, it's the stalker. It's the stalker. (laughs) What a reaction. She somehow, she's like, oh, never mind. The door's open. Like, because, you know, from the buzzer. It's almost as if the apartment complex is just trying to let her in the house. Yeah. Like, here, we'll just make it easy for you. What? Conveniently already unlocked? Already coming up the stairs? Why are you running? Oh, my gosh. So Joey and Chandler are, like, running across. Like, quick, we gotta hide. So they try to go across the hall to Monica and Rachel's, which, ironically enough, you know, their door is usually open. (laughs) It's locked and no one's home. Yeah. So they're like, really? Joey Chandler's like, the one time? And so they're like, kind of like contemplating in the hallway. Joey was going to try to go through the stairs. They're like, no, wait, she's coming. So they go back to her, their apartment. 
and uh, they're like trying to grab like Joey grabs a pan Chandler and uh, Chandler <laughs> mysteriously grabs a dish soap yeah the ultimate deterrent to burglars since uh, 1983 <laughs> and apparently like when Joey was about to open the door Chandler's like wait 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 he opens the dish soap like the lid the top little whatever you call it top twisty thing um, for protection oh, I'll squirt you <laughs> I'll squirt you dang it so he opens the door, and they're both stunned because it's this gorgeous woman, and then Chandler's soap kind of squeezes out a little bit. Not to be confused with uh, popular character actress Brooke Shields. Ooh, she plays the stalker in the show, a.k.a. Joey's fan. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, later on with that. We guarantee you it gets spicier. <laughs> So kind of does a quick pan where you see the uh, airplane over the clouds. You know, we got to give you the illusion that you're going to a different place here. Yeah, because, you know, Ross is going to L.A. and San Diego. Uh, so, yeah, now we're actually at the San Diego Zoo. One TV <laughs> montage later. And, you know, he's waiting to speak with, like, you know, the zoo administrator. And it's some guy named Dean. And, you know, he's like, hi, what can I do for you? And Ross is like. I'm trying to look for my monkey, but I don't see him here anywhere. And the dean is like, or dean is telling him, uh... The dean of monkey university. (laughs) 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 Try to catch myself there. (laughs) But dean's telling him, he's like, ooh, like just flat out, I'm afraid I have some bad news, but uh, Marcella's passed on. Your monkey's dead. Ross is like, he's like, he was really dry about it. Yeah. And Ross is like, huh? What? Wait, how? How what? come no one notified me? And he's like, well, Or sent me a fruit basket. See, the thing is, he got sick. And then he got sicker. But then he got better. And Ross is like, oh. And then he died. <laughs> and it was just that. It was just that. Real breath of sunshine there, Zookeep. Yep. And Ross was, you know, pretty bummed out. And, and Dean's obviously like, you know... I'm sorry you had to hear this way, but um, here's some zoo zoo dollars for you. Be sure to check out the bird show at 4 o'clock. The macaws wear hats. (laughs) And then he's like, you probably don't want to because your monkey just died, but uh, just let you know. (laughs) So we switch over to the library now. And, um, you know, Phoebe's busting out her guitar. There's a bunch of parents and children, and they're all just ready for Phoebe to start playing. Yeah, probably expecting the run-of-the-mill traditional uh, children's songs. Right. And I think they're going to be in for a colorful surprise today. Mm-hmm. And Monica Chandler and Rachel are in the back to support Phoebe. Um, Monica's like, I can't believe Joey's having lunch with his stalker. And then Chandler's like trying to describe, well, she's hot. Like, <laughs> Which is clearly all the reasoning Joey needs to do anything. Yeah, and the girls are just like, well... Yeah, but still, like, she stalked him. And Chandler's like, well, she's not exactly, like, the brightest. She actually thinks Joey's the actual Drake from Maury. The suspension of disbelief is startling. (laughs) Meanwhile, Phoebe's getting really, really nervous, right? And, like, Rob's, like, telling her, don't be nervous, you know, um, just you'll be fine. And so they start to kind of get close. The tension's like the hotness uh, between them two. And so she's like, are you going to kiss me? <laughs> so 
so he he's like yeah and then phoebe all of a sudden was just like not nervous anymore she's like all right let's play some music <laughs> rock on for these kids so she introduces herself to the kids and she's just like i'm gonna sing you guys a song about grandparents <laughs> hi phoebe and rest assured it was definitely a grandparents song indeed because she's talking about how thinner your grandparents are from the last time you saw them at dinner yeah. You can tell where this rhyme's going. <laughs> Alright, so the next scene is taking us to the restaurant where Joey is currently having lunch with Erica. You know, and Erica is just like, oh, this is just so amazing. And Joey's like, yeah, it is. He's, He's like, like, not even really paying attention. He's <laughs> just zoning in on her. He's like, wait, wait, what is? And she's like, well, well, this, you know, we're here in this moment and you I'm know. here with the drink remorse. <laughs> and just moments ago, you were just doing surgery. And jo- Joey's like, this is Joey's first opportunity where he's actually trying to explain. He's like, he's like, yeah, but see, you know, the difference is, you know, in, in you know, in reality, that would have taken maybe like more than ten hours of surgery. But you know, on TV, on the, you know, they make it look whatever on TV, right? And she's just like. What, what are you getting at? What are you what are you saying? What are you implying? Yeah. And so Joey's just like... Just clearly not really yeah. taking a hint that he's trying to explain to her that he's a television actor. Yeah. So she's clearly not getting that. So, and he's still kind of in the moment. So I, after he tried to, he was just like, never mind. Right? And then she's just like, oh my God, I just want to eat your hand. And your hands are so... These, these, these miracle hands, you know? And she's like, can I, can I, can I just lick one? <laughs> And then Brooke Shields proceeds to eat his hand. And he But not liked in the it. way you would think. <laughs> he surprisingly was like weirded out, but then he kinda had like that, oh, okay. Kinda like this. I'm gonna go with this. <laughs> but uh, at the same time there's like another, you know, Patreon in the background who's choking to death at the restaurant and uh, the waiter is going, Does is anyone here a doctor? So of course Erica volunteers Joey. She's like, he is Don't worry, we have Dr. Drake Ramore. Yeah, he's he's Dr. Drake Ramore of Salem. (laughs) Says it so proudly. So then we kind of go back to the zoo real quick, you know, and Ross is still kind of left in like his little area, still kind of moping of the fact that Marcel passed away. But a zoo janitor kind of approaches him. He's like kind of pretending like he's sweeping and he's like, hey, Meet me in the nocturnal room. <laughs> you know, uh, under different circumstances, I'd probably take that as a sexual advance. Yeah, and Ross is like, uh, thanks, but I'm not usually into men. And he's like, your monkey's alive. Dun, 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 dun. Like zooms in <laughs> on Ross's face. And we go back to the restaurant again. You know, we're still finishing up with Erica and Joey. And Erica's trying to figure out, like, why didn't you help that man? Like, you're a doctor, the, the, the dude that was choking. And Joey's, like, trying to find an explanation. Well, see, because, um, see, because uh, I'm a neurosurgeon. He's uh, choking like a lung of this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, never mind. Like, at this point, Joey's opportunity, again, he was ready to try to confess and explain to her who he, that he's just an actor. But as he's trying to, she's cutting him off. And he's like, she's like, you don't have to explain anything to me. Who am I to question the great Dr. Drake Ramore? These miracle hands saving lives. Mm -hmm. 
so of course uh, Joey's just gonna keep on going along for the ride because who's going to question it an incredibly hot woman wants to lick my hands but this will backfire So we're going to take it over to the library and uh, <laughs> Phoebe's singing. That's another thing that you don't want to do. Then she has the kids repeat it with her. It's really hard to sound like an entire chorus of kids. So she proceeds to sing, you know, every, everyone's liking it. And then at the end of that, um, her little session there. Rob goes up to her, you know, he's like complimenting her, like, man, the kids love you. He's coming in with a classic compliment sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know how this goes. You're incredible, you know, you're telling them the truth. Phoebe's like, but? He's like, how do you know there's a but? She's like, I sense these things. Well, the parents were hoping you'd play songs more like, you know, barnyard animals or something. And Phoebe's like, oh, I can totally do that. Oh, we'll see what kind of barnyard animal music she'll be playing later. But uh, <laughs> meanwhile, we're back at the zoo. And at the zoo, Ross is about to meet with this weird janitor guy in the nocturnal the room. Nocturnal. <laughs> um, and uh, listen to what happens here. Ah, the bat. Ambassador of darkness. Flitting out of his cave like a winged messenger. Sightless specter of the macabre. Buddy, my monkey? Oh, yeah, right. There was a break in a few months back, inside job. Your monkey was taken. Oh my god, but the zoo told me that my monkey was dead. The zoo. Do you believe everything the zoo tells you? That, that's the only thing the zoo's ever told me. They're gonna say he's dead. They don't want the bad publicity. It's all a great big cover-up. Do you have any idea how high up this thing goes? That guy Lipson? Lipson knows? Hmm. <laughs> Lipson knows, huh? Ah, hello, Mr. Possum. Enigma of the trees, upside down denizen of the night, taunting gravity. Buddy, with my you. monkey. My monkey? <laughs> Word on the street. Well, when I say street, I mean those little pretend streets they have here at the zoo. Of course. (laughs) Your monkey found a new career in the entertainment field. That's all I know. This is unbelievable. So, what is this information worth to you, my friend? Are you trying to get me to bribe you? Maybe. (laughs) But you already told me everything. of information overload is that dude well more importantly that is the worst bribe i've ever seen in my life (laughs) yeah buddy uh if you guys are watching along (laughs) he wasn't really benefiting from this because he already told ross so that sucks um yeah so we'll see what happens with uh marcel and where he's at in the entertainment business you know since he's apparently not dead Mm -hmm. thanks zoo Man, so now we're at the library, 
and this is like the next day or so because it's like fast forward ross is already back in town magically because you know know, tv rules yeah and you can tell because phoebe's wearing something different (laughs) so ross is at the library too you know he's he's bringing the news to the to the friends he's like yeah so marcel is the monkey from monkey shine the beer company he confirmed that that is in fact marcel that they keep seeing on tv (laughs) and then you know phoebe's doing her thing they about they're about to start and she's singing and uh like rob requested barnyard animals right so uh, she starts singing about where burgers and meats in them come from. <laughs> Careful, we're maliciously compliant here. Yeah. So uh, she's definitely speaking truth about something there. So. But you know what? It doesn't seem to be harming the kids. Some of them seem to be like not nodding along. Yeah. Like, like, they're not like going it's, like, Mommy, no! It's just the parents that are kind of just like weirded out in the background like, uh, that doesn't sound normal, maybe? Kind of thing. Yeah, they just don't approve of Phoebe's more unconventional methods of teaching children about the world. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, we are now at Joey and Chandler's apartment. And everyone's there. They're watching Days of Our Lives. They're watching Joey, Mr. Drake Ramori on TV right now. What better way to perfect your acting craft than to watch your episode and uh, get the opinions of your friends. But... We have a sudden knock at the door. Dun, dun, dun. Who could it be? I wonder who. So before Joey opens the door, he's like, all right, let me shut off the TV real quick, right? And Rachel's like, no, 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 we got to know what happens next. And Joey's like spoiling the, the episode to Rachel. Like, oh, yeah, you know, and then I kiss, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Rachel's like, what? But didn't you just kiss Sabrina? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then like Monica has to like pull Rachel aside. Reel her like, in. Really, Rach? Yeah. We just got explaining like to a psychopath <laughs> about this. So we got to do you too. Remember, real life, real life. Come back, come back. She's like, all oh, right, right, right. So he opens the door, and it's Erica. But Erica looks pissed off. Like, now keep in mind, this is the same woman that was just uh, licking fingers a few yeah. segments ago. And now you're about to find out why she's pissed. Hey, Erica. Come on in. How did you get here so fast? I just saw you in Salem. Right. They, uh, they choppered me in. <laughs> What's up? Oh, and I see you're having a little party, too. Is she here? Huh? Huh? Who? Sabrina. I know about you, too. I saw you today kissing in the doctor's lounge. That's not what you think that was. You told me I was the only one. (laughs) All right, look, that's it. I don't think we should see each other anymore, all right? Look, I know I should have told you this a long time ago, but I am not Drake Ramore, okay? I'm not even a doctor. I'm an actor. I just pretend to be a doctor. Oh, my God. Do the people at the hospital know about this? Somebody want to help me out here? No, I know, I know. Where am I? University Hospital. The same place you've been for the last 18 years. How how can you be here and there? (laughs) Because it's a television show. Drake, what are you getting at? (laughs) I'm not Drake. That's right. He's not Drake. He's 
Hans Ramore, Drake's evil twin. Is this true? Yes, yes, it is true. And I know this because, because he pretended to be Drake to, to sleep with me. And then he told me he would run away with me. And he did it. And you let the toilet seat up, you bastard. Is all this true? Yes. I'm afraid it is. You deserve much better than me, Erica. You deserve to be with the real Drake. He's the one you fell in love with. Go to Salem. Find him. He's the guy for you. Oh, Hans. 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 Wow. Finally. <laughs> it's almost like a cosmic retribution for attempting to date your stalker. And it's just crazy how she still didn't get it when Rachel turned on the TV to show that Joey's here physically and then there's Dr. Drake Ramore. I mean, she didn't TV. think it was weird <laughs> all these times. It's like, you were just at the hospital. Like, how, how did you get here so fast? He kept throwing that in his face. I mean, I don't even know how he played that with a straight face for this long. But to add image, visual context here, if you guys are uh, watching along. <laughs> Shout out to props. All three of them are throwing water at Joey's face. So, um, you know. They had to play it. They had to play it. But eventually they got rid of her, so that's cool. I mean, for now, I guess, as the crazy fans or the psycho stalker fans. For now. For now. So we're going to take it back to Central Perk. And uh, Rob breaks the news to Phoebe that uh, she got fired from her little gig at the library. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even aware it was like that major a gig. Yeah. And... I thought she was just doing him a favor, but hey. If there was money, that is unfortunate. And Phoebe's freaking out. You know, she's like, what? Why? Like, my songs are so, you know, like, what was wrong with it? And he's trying to explain it in the nicest way. Like, you know, it was kind of inappropriate. Maybe you were just too honest. <laughs> you know? And um, she was like, well, what? I can't just play some random kitty song about, like, some purple, big, giant dinosaur type thing. You mean, like, Barney? And then What's Phoebe's like, Barney? who's Barney? Yeah, she didn't know. <laughs> um, so, you know, he, he was just, it just kind of went off from there. Like that, the whole library thing is done for Phoebe. Um, and of course it kind of does like a fast forward in this part, but we're still going into Central Park here. And uh, Ross is bringing the good news, you know, he's like, you guys, I found out where Marcel is. Yeah. So he's actually right there in New York City where everybody else is. The whole time. So it's almost like you went on that whole journey to L.A. for nothing. But I uh, hope that paleontologist convention was at least good. Yeah. Well, and to find out where Marcel really is. So that kind of helped out, too. But, uh, you know, he's basically telling everyone that, yeah, he's right here in New York. He's, he's about to film a movie or something. And Joey's like, this is crazy. I finally get a part on TV, and this monkey got a movie. <laughs> I mean, that is a pretty raw deal. Yeah, Joey's getting a little 
jelly there. And uh, at this point, you know, a uh, guest appearance shows up at the door. And it's a little kid. But not just any kid. It is the one and only Taj Maori. He's a smart guy. But uh, he was one of the kids that, you know, Phoebe sang to. And this kid just randomly goes into the coffee shop, shouts out really loud, like, is this where the singing lady is where she tells all the truth or, you know, tells the truth? And Phoebe, <laughs> Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's me. He's like, guys, she's in here. And it's like and he's you see calling. see a stampede of children <laughs> just proceed to overrun the Central Perk? Seriously. And there was a lot of kids, like a lot of yeah. preteens. If you yeah. uh, weren't paying attention to Phoebe's music before, this really forced all the patrons of the Central Perk to really see what all these kids uh, were jamming on about. Oh, yeah. And so Phoebe starts singing. And the kids are like all in tune with her and, you know, her friends, everybody. So... Hey, something good did come out of it, even though it's not the library gig. She still got to make a difference in these kids' lives. So Yeah, and it's not like Rob said he wasn't interested in Phoebe. Yeah. So, hey. Hey. <laughs> and so we're going to take it to a new environment now. Ross actually found the set of where Marcel is uh, filming. And uh, he brings the friends with him. Outbreak 2, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the virus takes New York. <laughs> starring marcel no featuring marcel but uh you know so they go up to the little like kind of blocked area right because you know only actors beyond this point and they're trying to like ask the security guard questions but the security the security (laughs) security guards like all right guys nope back up can't come back you know can't pass this and ross is like well i'm actually here for marcel the monkey like he's like sorry you guys can't come back here no 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 we used to live together roommates and the security guard's looking at him like, yeah, uh-huh, right? You know? Yeah, I totally believe you. Yeah. So um, they're just, like, standing there. And then all of a sudden, you see Marcel from, like, a distant, like, he's chilling on, like, one of the trainers or people that's helping him out with the movie. And he's like, Marcel, Marcel. Trying to emphatically reach out to the monkey. But he's not noticing Ross just yet. Yeah. And then an idea clicks in Ross's head. Yeah. I know. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. And then he starts he, singing to him. He starts pa- he pauses after that because he's like, man, it's not working, right? And Joey's like, do it again. So he does it again. I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he starts singing again. <laughs> and then Joey enters with that. <laughs> I was gonna say that the friends started singing with him but yeah they all started singing pretty much and um it was pretty cool because at that point marcel did turn and it was so cute because he runs up to ross and they're reunited and it feels so good oh good for ross and now we will take it to the very last scene of the episode and this time rob has his guitar yes we are at central perk and it looks like Phoebe's trying to teach Rob one of her uh, famous songs. So she's like, won't take you to a vet. You're obviously not their favorite pet. It's like the extended version <laughs> of Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, it's not your fault. <laughs> and then uh, Rob starts singing with her. But then like at the actually end. actually singing. Yeah. And then at the end he's like, ah. 
<laughs> Phoebe just kind of looked at him like, and he's like, what? She's like, you might want to try a more masculine tone. And he just looked at her like, Hater. And that ends part one of this two for you guys. But what? That was definitely an episode. Indeed. Chris, hit us with your thoughts. Man, I my favorite part of this episode was <laughs> Crazy Stalker. Like, I mean... Brooke Shields definitely put <laughs> up the role to a T. For sure. Shout out to Brooke Shields, you know, um, for being on the show for that episode. And that was really cool because you don't really, like, see, like, these kind of stories. I mean, yeah, you hear people have fans, but just seeing it, like actually happen and like this person's like man kind of mentally whacked out like that's really joey how did you not know you were just watching tv from your living room (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that was my favorite part but overall this whole episode i mean obviously i'm really happy for ross he got to reunite with marcel it's like getting that extra closer yeah that he was missing especially the way uh, marcel left the, like the last episode we saw him, yeah, where he kind of just was like, Bye, Ross, yeah, because he got talking. on the plane. <laughs> so that was pretty cool, it was a pretty cool, sweet moment for Ross. Um, but again, overall, I enjoyed the episode very much. It had a little bit of everyone's little jokes and flares in it, you know, Phoebe with her truth <laughs> songs, you know. Um, so honestly, really if cool. like a more child musician acts would just throw some truth in there and like little sprinkles, <laughs> I feel like the, they'd get a lot more play these days. Definitely. What about you? What was your uh, take on this episode? Well, I'm definitely going to agree with you in regards to everything that happened with uh, Joey and Brooke Shields, the stalker. But I definitely got to give the torch to my man, the janitor oh. at the zoo. <laughs> Comedy gold, and another lesser known fact, he also is the same character actor for various characters on The Simpsons. Yeah, nice, nice, good touch there. But like all together, the episode was definitely uh, the comedy grab bag. On all points, it was just super funny. Yeah, and if you think this episode was funny, wait till we get to part two. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I noticed about this one is that they're also like really sprinkle, sprinkling in that guest star power. Yeah. We are not even three or four of them? Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the ones they add to the second half. Right. A little bit of foreshadowing for you listeners. <laughs> yeah, I thought I forgot. Uh, well, on that note, it's another episode. All right, everyone. Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us at our Instagram page, The Barka Lounge, where we post our updates and release of the episodes. And our listening platforms are on there for you guys. All right, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you here on Monday with the continuation of our after Super Bowl experience. Mm-hmm. Part two. All right, guys. Have a good one.
of my way. Out of my way. I'm coming in. All right. Okay, this is the... Uh, hey, excuse me. Miss, are you the producer? Uh... Yeah, yes. Okay, how, great, great. How can I help you? Great, great. You answered all my questions already. Perfect. This is what I got for you. I got the perfect movie script. You're going to love it. Excuse the me? The greatest thing you ever found out. Sir. So, hang on. I'm talking here. I'm making a principal proposition. You want business, right? You want money. You want moolah, right? I got the movie that's for you. It's mm. great. It's got uh, it's got a monkey, you see? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, his name's uh, Darcel. What? What are you trying to do, sir? I'm trying to I promote can't... my monkey here. No, his name's we... Darcel. We got a script. I called no. uh, it's called uh, The Outbreak 3. Now we can't help you out with that. Uh, Corona have, and Cali. You have to, you know, you have to audition like normal. You're not hearing my title here. Mm. Outbreak Three: Corona in Cali, starring Darcel. I, I understand, but you. He's the best know. monkey in the business. No, I'm he's sorry. also uh, larger than regular monkeys. No, sir. Might be an orangutan. Sir, I'm not sure. No, you're gonna have to audition. You're not way. even listening. No, no, I'm gonna go now. At least let no. me pull out my bear mace. No, sorry. 